Chapter 15 The ancient sages were keen, deep, and inexpressibly artful. There is no way to fathom their wisdom. All we can really do is describe how they appeared. They were careful, as when crossing an icy stream, conscientious, as if always being seen, respectful, as trekkers hiking through private land, elegant and yielding, like a melting icicle in the morning sun, natural, as unfinished wood, wide open, like a valley, which lets muddy floodwaters hustle its landscape and then lets the silt settle in clarified streams. Then it stirs up still pools once again, reawakening life. Dow surfers don't care about riches. Since they don't hoard wealth, they stay low-key. Thus they're reborn to the world and ease into maturity, feeling younger than they've ever been. I was thinking about this chapter as we were going for a walk in this area that has like these pathways and all of this, um, you know, wildlife, and it has some streams that come through. And we've had a lot of rain lately, and so the streams were all swollen and and had all this water flowing through. But they were also extremely murky and muddied from all, all of the debris and dirt and things that they've you know it's traveled in the in the heavy rains. And it, as I was thinking, I was thinking about that. The, the part in here where it talks about the wide open valley and and the sage is one that will accept all things and things will naturally cleave to it because it is in the low parts and it's where life is found and that also it isn't the sage isn't afraid to let those muddy floodwaters come in fact they gravitate towards towards the sage and yet the sage has a way of being able to clarify that water, add calmness, and allow, you know, the the silt to settle. And then once again, you have these beautiful, you know, pure, clean streams. And I loved that image. I I was thinking about (laughs) a time in, in our house earlier this week where I had gotten frustrated. I had made I had made some a nice soup and some cornbread and stuff for you know on one of our rainy days had a nice chili and and the family uh, kind of took you know their bowls and went off in different directions in the rooms and things like that and I found myself sitting there at the table eating by myself and I got really frustrated and I think that um, my energy I you can tell I was upset although I mean if I I mean I. I could make it uncomfortable for anybody that was in my presence and and maybe all the more reason they wanted to also stay in the rooms for the rest of the evening. But it made me think that here, you know, if I'm hurt by this situation, the best thing I could do is at a different time perhaps even talk to the family members and, and share, you know, my concerns or even reflect at what was that in me that needed them to come um, and sit with me. And then I was thinking, you know, I had judgment at that point because I was, you know, how disrespectful and things like that. And and I realized that rather than judgment, I needed to have compassion, that all of us are all going through a lot. And, you know, their their worlds have been turned upside down and and 
you know, they feel out of control. And, and if one area at the time where they need some space and they can control their environment enough to then, you know, take some food and go sit by themselves if they need that time, you know, they, I need to have compassion on that. I need to recognize that, that this is maybe something that they need for that moment instead of judging it. And when I can be that calm presence and have compassion, then that allows the chaos to not ensue. It helps bring um, a calm presence for during the murky, muddy, the the chaos, you know, the time that things are unsettled and, and that I could be a presence of, of stillness and and hope and, and, and offer a safe place for a time when everything does feel so so up in the air and so I mean who knows what's gonna happen. And I realize that it's also in these moments that are the hardest and the muddiest and murkiest that that's also when our true character comes forward. That you know it's easy to you know be be all great and happy and everything when, when things are, are peaceful and going great and and everything around us is good it's a lot harder when the times get tough you know to have that same you know steady presence or whatever and I realized too that you know I need to have compassion on myself at the times when I mess up and that each time forward each situation that I come across is another opportunity for me to decide what is my character and so if I've messed up in the past, I need to recognize that, that I have done that and that's okay and move forward and who do I want to be next time instead of just getting caught up and beating myself up and adding to even more of the chaos. And so I hope maybe you can kind of reflect in your own lives and see, you know, where is it perhaps that you might have added to the chaos or the murkiness or the muddiness and is there a way forward, um, a way for you to help bring a, a, a clarified calm and, and, and peace to a situation, allowing things to sort of clear up and, and you can h- kind of help add to that the, the purity of the situation and, and move forward um, in, a positive, in a positive way. Also, I want to be sure that I make it clear that I'm not talking about um, allowing people to just sort of, uh, you know, stay in abusive situations or um, have people constantly just taking advantage of them. That's not what this is about. I'm just talking about those small moments where you can choose to act um, in a peaceful way or a more chaotic way. And which is it? And that's our, you know, our, our choice that we have in every small situation like that that comes our way. And hopefully you can find ways to be that bearer of peace to those around you this week. And I hope you have a great rest of the week. Be well, my friends.